Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is a pre-med student, Miss Latonya Horn. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I, it's crazy because me and you, we we got a mutual friend on um on Instagram, uh, Dr. Kanisha. <laughs> yes. And then I went, I when you got got a chance to interact, and then um, I learned that you actually are a pre-med student. Yes, 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 yes. But but ironically, we, before we started, we started talking. And what I came to learn was you started pre-med just last year. Yeah, like a year and a half ago, uh, I started pre-med. I finally um, said, you know what? I'm done, you know, helping one else with their dreams. And hell, I need to... <laughs> live my own dream you know I need to put my uh dreams into motion so instead of um daydreaming and and you know chasing a dream I caught my dream so I put the ball in motion I did you know the regular financial aid and things like that and I'm in and and I'm almost done <laughs> praise <Wow>. God <laughs> congratulations thank you what made you what I mean because you you told me your age off air. Um, you, you told me you were forty five, which I mean yes. you don't look forty five, but thank you. How, how what made you start at forty five? Because I'm sure that was challenging in itself. Well, um, it wasn't really challenging for me. I have to say that it's right on time because um, if I had started many years ago, I don't know how it would have ended. Um, because of all of the distractions. And um, and I just think, I truly believe that I'm able to be as committed and, and dedicated and succeeding at this age because I don't have the distractions. I don't have to deal with those uh, type of people, the, you know, the environment, you know, things like that, the financial situations and things like that. So um, it's like I said, I just had to, decide to catch my dream and do what's best for me and something that I've always wanted to do. So here I am. So at no point, no, at no point did you question and say, hmm, maybe I'm a little too old to do this. Hell no. <laughs> no. Because I truly believe. <laughs> and I know somebody, I know somebody gonna say she about to say. <laughs> no. Um no, I, I never thought that. Um, and I say that because I believe that when God puts something inside of you, it's because he knows you can do it. Um, and I truly believe that I am capable and able in being a, you know, a great physician, you know, so I know that I have what it takes to do this. And uh, so, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about age. Okay. Not at all. What were you doing before, before this? Oh, before this, I worked for a pharmaceutical company um, in the biosciences. So I won't name the pharmaceutical company. You know, they're working on coronavirus. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We don't need the name. <laughs> Can you hear oh, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah, we don't need the name. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> so, you, so, you were, so how long were you in that field? Oh, gosh, for a very long time. Um, oh, long. It was like eighteen years. 
And then I worked for the, uh, the state government in procurement in IT. So yeah, they kind of, they kind of go hand in hand. So yeah. I, I mean, from the sounds of it, you were having success in your career, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's not what I wanted to do. It was not, it was just some, you know how you are talented at a lot of things. You're good at a lot of things, but that's not what you want to do. That's not where your passion is. That's just your paycheck, you know, but I would prefer my passion and paycheck to go together, you know, yeah. instead of just the paycheck, so this is what I'm passionate about. Medicine and science is what I'm passionate about. What field, of, what field of medicine are you going into? I would like to either go into urology or, <clears throat> or GI. So, but urology is at the top of my list because it's a, I can still do a few procedures and see patients and not have to live in the OR. So yeah, I like a variety of things. I was on your page and um, I saw you were doing some stuff with IVF. Did you want to talk about that with, with the study, with your field of study? Oh, IVF. <clears throat> yeah, that was a, um, a simulation that I had to complete for class in order to pass the course for my finals. So it was like a couple who was trying to get pregnant. <laughs> trying to get pregnant and so you have to try um well you have to do a consult and things like that so those were my my animated people where i had to do the procedure and um they got pregnant they conceived <laughs> you, you said they were you said oh they were you said animated yeah my people yeah my couple was animated but the procedure you guys didn't get to see the procedure so the procedure was a real procedure, but I had to use fake people. Oh, oh. Because I'm okay. not a doctor, there were fake people. Is that a, is that a field you would get into? Um, I, I liked, I enjoyed the satisfaction of knowing that um, couples can conceive even when they think they can't. I, I enjoyed um, learning uh, the different ways that um, a woman can, you know, increase her chances of becoming pregnant. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but uh, I don't know yet. I have to, I have to see, because, you know, we can always say we want to do one particular thing. And then once you get to medical school and get in rotations, you might be like, mm -mm, this is not it. I like, you know, something else better. So we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot of money in that field, though, right? It, it is. It is. It is. But, you know, money is money. Money is always good. But, you know, I, I at least want to do something that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm excited about going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's that is important. I, I, oh yeah, I give you that because um, for years I woke up. I was working in the government, and it just it just wasn't exciting. Like it, like you, like you said a, a few minutes ago, it did provide a check, but yeah, you know, after a while, it just becomes draining to do it. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, the most excitement was, you know, a breach of, you know, breach of security. And, you know, everybody's everybody's up, you know, in the building, you know, you already have to be there for six. So now your phone is ringing at three in the morning. You got to get there as soon as you can. You know, that's the most excitement to get, you know. So, so, so a breach of security is, is the excitement. Yes, breach of security. You know, you get the, that's when all the execs, you know, come in the office and they cussing and fussing and who did this and why was this not done? And and we just looking at them like, well, you signed it. it that's your fault. You know, hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what school? I, I didn't even ask. What school do you go to? I attend Arizona State University. Oh, in person or online? Both. <laughs> Both? <laughs> Both. Mm. Yes, you can say I'm a bit of a hybrid, but yes, I do both. I do, um, since COVID and everything, I do most of my regular basic courses online, but when it comes to my sciences that are required for medical school, I attend in person. So you had to move. Yeah, kind of, sort of. What was that like? Because I mean, I'm, I know you're not from Arizona. fine. It was fun. It was really, really fun. Um, I met a lot of great people. Um, I had a good time. <laughs> it was great. It was actually fun. Oh, My instructors are great. It was it was fun. Why Arizona State? Well, um, you know, I, I may clown and, you know, all that stuff, but I just, um, but I am a woman of faith. And I, when I told God that, well, I'm, I'm lying to me back up. When God brought it back to me, I couldn't sleep. I saw me in my white coat. I said, I saw me helping patients. I just couldn't sleep. I could not rest. So I would wake up in the middle of the night. I would go online. I would look for universities, you know, and I saw all these, you know, I think it was like a total of like 357 or something like that. And, and so I was <clears throat> trying to see, you know, how could I do the on-campus, off-campus thing? And um, I saw like 10 that really stood out. But out of the 10, Arizona State always, always kept popping up. So I would um, read, like thoroughly read everything about that university on their home website to make sure that they offered me what I was looking for. So I would spend hours and hours a day, you know, reading um, about the university programs they offer, you know, how they could be beneficial to me, as well as speaking to admissions, you know, and things like that, as well as financial aid, because I just truly believe that to get an education, you don't have to be broke. You don't have to go broke, you know. Um, so I, you know, was online every day and I prayed and I was like, okay, Lord, I didn't look through all these schools and there's 10, you know, that could work, but there's only one that really gives me what I need, but it's so far away. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get there to do my science courses. And I heard the Lord say to me, don't worry about the money. I got you. Hmm. Don't worry about the money. And so when I got up, I applied. I had to write a personal statement and send in all my transcripts and stuff. And about, I think it took it like two or three weeks or so. And then I had to meet with all these different people and I got in. Wow. 
has it has it been what you've expected? Yes, and more, and more, definitely more. What did you go into it expecting? I went into it expecting <clears throat> um, a technology number one needed to be current. I needed. Um, I'm big on innovation. You know, I need you to, I need the university to, to, to stay on top of everything, you know, keep inventing things, you know, to, and be good at it. You know, don't just say, um, I am, I did, I created the thing and this is what we're going to do, you know, and present it to the world. And it's, and it's a flop, but I went in expecting, a a great education with great instructors, um, with the great student body, um, as well as the success coaches and, you know, the, um, the student clubs and things of the sort. Um, but the education that I have received, the instructors that I have had in my courses have been phenomenal. I don't think I could have asked for a better university to attend. Um, everybody, um, include everybody includes the students and the professors and the success coaches and everything they always you know ask if you need help you know and you can reach out to them they're not those uh type of people to where you can't you know well you have to call me at this time and I'm not gonna <laughs> respond until like 20 years later you know things like that you can actually call them they'll give you their you know uh, you can text them and email and you know stuff like that so um but I just went in really just expecting the greatest expectation was me handling my business, doing what I needed to do for me. Okay. You know, the other things help, but you know, if I don't do my part is, you know, nothing else matters. So, but, so we're all doing good. Me, do myself, you, and I. <laughs> do you have mentors? Yes. Um, Kanisha doesn't know it, but she's a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> She has no, every time I talk to her, I'm like, um, I need to call you. I owe you a phone call because I want to uh, collab with her on a few things that I know she'll be great at. And um, April is too, and she doesn't know it, you know, because I have not just said, you know, that, hey, you know, I, they know I love them. They know I love them. They they my two crazy cousins. They know that part though. <laughs> but um but yeah, I do have mentors. Um, uh, I have what two males, uh, Dr. Um, Tosin Odunsi is a mentor as well, and uh, Dr. Andre Pinesick, Dr. Scott Henry, and uh, Dr. David Norman. Those are my mentors, and I love them also dearly. Does it, I'm, I'm going to focus on um, Dr. Kanisha for a second, you know, because she's a, she's a black woman like yourself. Yes. So how important is it seeing her as a doctor, knowing that's eventually that's what the way you want to be? Oh, it's very important. It's very important. And I, I need to add that Dr. Um, Tosin Odunsi, she's a female, she's OBGYN and uh, Dr. Sonia Sloan is um of course, the female, she's an orthopedic uh, surgeon, but um, it's very, very important. It's very important for me to wake up before I start my studies to see them working, to see them tackling the issues that we have as Black women in medicine. 
along with just being black, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, it's very important to see uh, that I too can become a physician, whether it's, you know, MD, DO, ENP, you know, whatever, you know, in, in dental or whatever. So um, all of those things are very, very important. So um, I love to see it and I can't wait to do the work. They are, there's also, you know, people say, I'm not a, I'm not a um, woman, so I can't speak to this, but they say, um, studies show that black women get, you know, get, they don't tend to get the best care from doctors because they, they seem to be able to deal, they have a higher pain tolerance. So do you also see yourself as like being an advocate for black women once you become a doctor? Yeah, I actually advocate, advocate now for Black women. Um, we have, um, I have a, a community group, a co-founder of a community group called the Melanin Movement in Northeast Louisiana. And we have, you know, health summits and, you know, we push voting, you know, different, all kinds of different things that affect our community. And I think that when it comes to a Black woman seeing a physician who is not of color or of color, you know, I think, I truly believe that they need to be honest. You know, of course you don't have to yell and shout, but if that physician is not hearing you, I don't care how much time the physician has, you need to say, excuse me, you know, I need you to hear me. I need you to understand that this is my pain level. This is how I'm feeling. You know, what do we need to do? What tests do we need to take to see what the problem is? And, you know, I've seen, you know, some black women say, well, I'm not leaving here until we, you know, get some type of blood work and exam or something going on because I need to know what's going on with me. But I think that um, as a black woman, we can be assertive in saying what we need for our bodies and, and you know, to, to be whole and, and healed. I, there should be no problem with that. If a physician has a problem with that, he just they just need to just go under a rock because <laughs> that's their job. Your job is to to you may not heal, but you can try to alleviate the pressures and the pain of that patient. Yeah, you know yeah. that's your job, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. We talked about like some of the, we talked about like the positives and all the great things, but I'm sure there's been some challenges with, with pursuing, um, being pre-med and pursuing to be a doctor. So I wanted you to talk about some of the most difficult challenges you face. The most difficult challenge that I face is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sleep while I thou. Um, I don't really get to sleep as much because the workload is heavy. And I don't say that to discourage anybody because I'm telling you, you can do it. You just have to make up your mind and say, you know what, I, I need this. I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you have to say the same thing to your family members too, because they're not going to understand why you're on your computer, why you're doing all these, you know, papers and, and, and now we're always uh, doing Zoom meetings and things. They're not going to understand that. But you're going to have to tell them, hey, you know, like I did. When I close my door, do not disturb me, you know. Um, or sometimes you can say, hey, I have a, uh, 
um, uh, a recording, you know, at so-and-so time. I don't want to have any noise, you know, um, or when I'm asleep, when I finally do go to sleep, I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear anything because I promise you the minute I close my eyes, I'm going to be like, oh, shoot, I need to do this, this, that, and the other. And so I'm back up again. But um, I just thank God that he has sustained me, given me the strength necessary to pull through and do what I need to do. Um, but other than that, I don't have, you know, any complaints and even not, you know, sleeping the way that I would want to. Um, that's not necessarily, I don't even feel like that's a complaint. It's just something that doesn't happen as often. But when I do go to sleep, trust me, I get it in. <laughs> get it like in. a, like a, like a baby bear, huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> With my thumb in my mouth. Yes. But uh, How much sleep you get? Oh hell, I don't really get that much sleep. Um, I don't know. I try to what they say, you sleep like eight, try to sleep eight to nine hours. Oh shit, nobody oh, getting that. that. Nobody getting that. I may get like three, four hours. Wow. Um, because I'm up all day. But um I do my work Monday. I'm lying. I'll do my work Tuesday through Sunday. Monday is like my errand day or um, or my sleep in or something like that, you know, doctor's appointments and things of the sort. So um, so I try to prioritize, you know, I look at my syllabus and look at my deadlines and everything. So I try to work accordingly and I really try to work ahead if I can. Because some professors do not allow you to work ahead. They want you to, they want you to be stressed like them. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to be like how the hell am i gonna do this you know wow. but um but i try to work ahead as much as i can um to give me you know a little free time and and once again like i said i don't want to discourage anybody from um wanting to go into medicine it's just something that you really have to be dedicated to and if people don't understand that you know i hate to tell you but you're just going to have to leave them alone and go on about your life. Yeah, I think I think anybody that's going into medicine, they're, they're highly intelligent to begin with, and I'm pretty sure they understood it's going to be a hell of a journey and it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's how do you how do you balance it with family? Because you do have you you do have kids. So how do you it's manage easy. it with family? It's easy. It's easy. really easy. Yeah, believe it or not. It's really easy. It's like, get your ass over there and sit down. Didn't I tell you to sit down? I'm about to go in this room and do my work. I don't want to hear any noise out of you. Do you understand? You didn't age, you didn't play. No, I'm just kidding. He's 15, so. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, my baby is 15. Um, uh, my daughter is, she just turned 20. My oldest son is 26. So I'm blessed where my children are old enough you know, and the other two are out of the house. So I just have the baby and, um, but I'm blessed that he, he knows how to cook a little bit, you know, and sometimes, you know, he thinks, you know, he makes dinner or breakfast for me or lunch or whatever. Um, but I'm just blessed that I don't have to, uh, you know, chase the little baby, change the little baby, you know, and things like that. But, um, but I try to, because uh, I'm homeschooling him as well. Wow. So I try to keep us on the same schedule. Um, even though I don't wake him up as early as I do. I get up like 3.30, 4.30 every morning to have my me time. And then I go into my studies. 
Um, oh. I just feel like the the earlier I wake up, the more day I have to complete things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't have to rush, you know. Um, but I have a schedule for him, uh, for his schoolwork and, uh, you know, eating times, you know, like during the day. And then we have dinner at night. You know, sometimes we just wing it, depending on my schedule. And then there are days when I say, son, I have a lot to do. Um, so, you know, there's food in the fridge. And if you want me to order something, you need to let me know by this time, you know. Uh -huh. so, um, so, yeah, I just, you know, it works. And as far as, you know... <laughs> uh, dating things like that, you know. Hey, you know what? Look, well, <laughs> you, you since you mentioned it, like, do you think that in effect? Like, do you think that like because you got so much going on, does that prevent you from dating? No, it doesn't prevent me from dating. But I will say, if a man doesn't want a woman with something that's going on, that's a problem. But you got a lot going on, though. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and if that's a problem for you, guess what? You still got a problem. <laughs> so. I mean, you. I would say you all. You you work it. You work. Uh, you work at like fifteen hours. You sleep in three. So. Yeah. Man, but, I, you know that's a lot. You, yeah, you can. Um, I make time for what I need to make time for. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely has to be worth my time. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, I just can't allow anybody to waste my time. My time is valuable just like anybody else's time. So, um, you know, that's some time I can't get back because whenever I'm not in my studies, I'm already behind. So I just can't let you waste my time like that. Have you, have you been dating since you've been doing the school? I gotta answer that. You can ask if you don't want to. You don't have to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, I have. I have okay. been dating. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I, because I, I just was wondering, like, do you even know what it looks like? Because you well, know, it's you... hard. It's hard because he's a physician. Oh God. He's a physician. So it's it's hard, you know. Um well, but he I, understands though, so that's yeah. Good. He yeah, he understands, but he's still a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but the reason I said that's good is because okay, let's let's say you was dating uh, the the average guy, not even average. Let's say just just a guy who doesn't identify what it's like to be okay. in that position. Okay, you know he he may not understand like. No, man, you really, you really taking nine, ten hours a day writing these papers and making sure everything right. Whereas, yeah, this gentleman would, he, he, when you tell him this, he, you automatically took him back to when he had to do it. So, he not gonna say, "Oh, you lying," or "You just don't want to spend time with me." It's right, <laughs> and that's, and you know what, and and to be honest, I have met, I have met men who said. Um, they're like, hey, what do you do? So I tell them what I'm doing. And they was like, wow. They was like, I don't know if I could do that. And I was like, okay, thank you. And they're like, what do you mean? And I said, I'm thanking you right now for wasting my time because I'm not going to allow you to do that. For not wasting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you feel like, I'm, I'm just being honest, if you, if anyone feels like when you date a woman, whether she's becoming, you know, a, a physician or if she's already a physician, you know, 
everybody's time is valuable. You know, like I said, it doesn't matter what your career is, you know, um, but when you are dating someone or have a person of interest who is becoming a physician or who is a physician, they ain't gonna let you waste their time like that because you always have to read something. You always got to write something. You, are, it's, you always got to be doing something. Whether you're starting another business, whether you're writing a column in a newspaper, a magazine, something, you know. But if you are someone who is truly interested, then that person will make time for you. That's just how I see it. Do you think you do you think you can come off as intimidating? I have been told that I do. Um I didn't believe it. I was like, man, you've been knowing me for a hundred years. How you sound? And it was like, when a man looks at you, he automatically knows that he cannot come to you any kind of way. And I was like, really? It's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> you know, but again, um, I have to say, yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced that and I've heard that, you know, but that's not my fault. So let me ask you, because do because you hear it a lot, but do the do the men ever explain why they're intimidated? Do you ever hear well, that? The first of all, let me be honest in saying that black men rarely approach me. Whoa, wait a minute. What? Rarely. Is that because of where you at? I don't it's know. always been that way. It's it's always been that way. I mean, I've always been me. Because I don't it's act. Not, it's not a lot of brothers in Arizona, so. <laughs> well, it's a lot of them in Louisiana, honey, and it's the same thing. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but um, a lot of black men do not approach me, and it's been like that for a very, very long time. Um, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the fact of knowing that if you don't feel like you're man enough to approach me, thank you, Jesus. You know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool with it. You know, <laughs> I am. I'm just being honest. So with that, you have, so, I'm a, so I have to assume you open the interracial dating now. I've never dated outside of my race, but oh. um, I know I never have. Uh, it, it hasn't been a desire for me. I, I love my black men. I love them. But hey, if you feel like, you know, like I said, if you don't feel like you man enough to approach me, that's not my fault. But thank no. you for my ways in the time. Well, okay, let me, because let me, let me tell you why I said that, because you said men don't, black men rarely approach you. So True. do you, so do you approach them or the ones that, that approach just get lucky? Yeah, the ones who approach that. <laughs> you know they what? Got a high rate. <laughs> let me let me put it this way. <laughs> you funny. Let me put it this way. Um, the black men that do approach me, um, are not your average black man. And that's not my fault either. Um, so, what do you mean, not your average? What do you mean? Uh, they're may mostly well-established men. Let me put it that way. Oh shit, that's good, right? Right, 
Don't okay. say it right. I'm saying it's not my fault that those are the only type that actually do approach me whenever they do. I mean, um, you're doing something right. You you might want to tell people. <laughs> you might want you might want to let people know what, what vibes you hey. doing. But the bomb's not approaching. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you silly. Um, but. The uh, like I said, the the black men that do approach me, they are normally you know doctors, lawyers, or they own multiple businesses and things like that, and that's cool too. But that's not, you know, that ain't gonna make me jump. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you you're a person just like I am. Right. You know those things don't fascinate me. So and and that's a and for them, some of them that's a turnoff because they expect you to be falling all over them, and I'm just not that one. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying, man. Okay. So, um, so those are the type of people that I naturally attract, just naturally, you know. But they can't handle the fact that I'm just like, okay, I'm. Oh, bless God for your career. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. But uh, I'm not about to be turning no flip. <laughs> you know. Mm-mm. Well, wait a minute. You are giving the brother a little bit of credit, right? Oh yeah. Okay. But you know how you know how you can tell when somebody expecting you to just be like, you know what I'm saying? They expecting you to be like, oh my god, he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. I see know? what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I'm a. I'll be honest though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know what? I don't. So let me say this. I don't know how I would be if I was a doctor or um someone like that i think i do think it's tough to balance that and the reason i say that is because and and you'll know you you put a lot of work in to get that yeah and it's like you do want your respect but it's like you you do have to balance it because it's like okay this is kind of personal buddy so let me give you your flowers when we in the room where I need to give you your flowers, like when I need to give you your props. Like right now right. we're dating, so I don't owe you that good brother. Right. <laughs> so like, I see what you saying. Right, because it's like I told my friend. I said, if if I if I have to come to the hospital and you're and you know, come to the hospital to see you, I will call you doctor <laughs> your last name. But other than that. I'm gonna call you by your first name or baby or whatever, because you know, my babies are I'm I'm strict on my babies. Everybody don't get that. We <laughs> <laughs> calling you by your first name forever. <laughs> he gotta oh, work his way up the baby status. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's levels to this. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. And it should be levels. People should not be. You just don't give out, you know what I'm saying? You just don't be handing out titles. No, I don't. No, nah, you're right. You're right. I don't just hand out titles. You're gonna have to earn that. Shoot. But I'm just saying, but um, but you know, I don't, you know, it's not it's not that I don't appreciate or I'm not ble- that I'm not um um excited about your career and the work that you put in. It's just that I'm not, I'm just not gonna be the one like bragging on you and uh-uh, I brag on you if you you, <laughs> you he's a he's, he's a black guy right yeah he's black man i'm gonna t- I'm, I'm tell you I'm, I'm just being flat out and he put in and i think he did let's see 14 15 years of um of uh of of let's see four years of college four years of medical school then he did 
two, three-year fellowship. Then, so he, after medical school, he did a good 13, 14 years. I mean, you, th- this, th- right okay, I'm going to put it this way. Like, man, if I'm in his shoes and I'm a black man and I'm a doctor, man, I know I'm, I know I'm the shit out here. So hey, it'll be kind of hard to humble myself. Maybe that's why I'm not a doctor. Well, no, you know what? <laughs> but it's not, you know, oh, he's very, very humble. He's humble, but yeah, he a, a, it's just, he, he, <laughs> he's humble. <laughs> but there, and see, now that's the thing that the condition be talking about, what you talking about, how you, you know, you, you be feeling yourself, you know, which is why some people, some doctors don't date doctors because, um, you know, um, my crazy cousins say, you know, uh, you know, doctors are whores, you know. But see, but see, again, like, I get, you got to back up a minute, right? Let's, 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 <laughs> let's be real here. Like, a, a black man that's a doctor, like, that's a, that's a hell of a trump card you holding in your hand. It is, but at the same time, who wants to be one of many? You know, I don't want to be one of me. No, no, no. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that's on the woman. I'm saying, man, any, any. I mean, yeah, you the shit. I mean, you the stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, you the shit. Just like you said, not no stuff. You the shit. I mean, you a doctor. Like, that's a hard thing to balance. Like, if, Mm -hmm. like, let's say, let's say it's a, let's say, let's make it, let's say it's a doctor, a black man. He like six two, and he handsome. He always (laughs) six handsome. Come on, man. Like, man, it's hard to be humble when you, when you got all those things working for you. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, that's a, Man, that's it's look, everybody. Oh, oh you gotta yes. be humble. Oh, I, look, sometimes I sometimes I being humble could be hard because man, if I'm a, I mean, I understand, I, I get it, I get it, but you know, I don't like I said, I tell him I congrat I always congratulate him, I always pray for him. Um, you know, I always ask him how his cases were, you know, you know, how long was the surgery, you know, was it complicated? You know, I always ask him those things. So I give him his props, but I'm just saying, but if you just walk up to me and be like, hey, how you doing? I want to get to know you. I'm a surgeon and all this other <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, I'm just going to look at you like you're crazy. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, okay. And I'm Dr. I'm Dr. But... Love, babe. Here's my card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look at you crazy, like okay, you're all right. And nah, I, 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 I'm, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm part of me joking, part of me serious. Though, <laughs> I cause, know, <laughs> cause you, it, it, that, that, that do gotta be that, that do have to be tough. Like I would, it is. I it would is. have to feel, I would have to feel a certain type of way about any man that in that that's in that position because you have to balance humility with. You know, also knowing who you are—that's a lot, man. And, yeah, because if, he is—he—he he is the only black in every hospital that he's worked with the specialty that he has. Wow! So he's always—it's always them, you know, um, you know, being intimidated by him because he is a black man with, you know, a. Uh, the specialty of being a cardiothoracic surgeon, you know, oh, so, right. um, so I, you know, and I just feel like 
if if anybody wants to be a CT, then go you know, just go do the damn work. Don't be hating on nobody. Yeah, <laughs> just go do the work, you know. And that's with any specialty or whatever you decide to do. But but I can imagine it is hard for him, yeah. you know. And it's it's hard for you know like Dr. Kanisha, you know Dr. Sloan, you know that they're women, you know, who are thriving in their field. So and any uh you know black woman you know, for that matter, in medicine. You know, all the microaggressions yeah. and, and, and stuff. You know what? Just just taking it back to the dating thing, like, I, I'm sure it's hard for, for women, too, because, um, you know, you, you could be a woman who, who who's very attractive and you're a doctor, and that could be intimidating in itself because some men, like, how the hell do I approach this woman? Like, you know, we, like, with men, men want to feel needed, and unfortunately, a lot of times that need is financial. I'm serious. So. Yeah, but hold, but hold on now because I, <laughs> I some men don't want to be needed financially. Some oh. men, some of them don't. Some of them don't. They be no, like, no, no, not not all of them. I'm saying, yeah, okay, like just just being a man, like you want to feel yeah. needed. But yeah. let me let me make sure I'm clear with my words. Everybody wants to feel needed. But yes. when what yes. what what men, it's not that they it's not that you want to feel needed per se. It's like you want you want to. Well, the, I guess the best term is need. What is the right term? We just going to use need because I'm I'm. I'm you want to feel wanted? Now. You yeah, not even wanted because wanted is a little appreciated. Yeah. Okay. Appreciated. Perfect. That's it. Appreciated. Because it's like you have like when you look at this woman like who's a doctor, it's like, well, clearly, you know, she's not with me for my money. Like, like nothing I do financially will impress her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but you could just do the basics like you would do with any other woman. It's just when you the 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 title of a woman who's successful, like doctor, entrepreneur, whatever, and you know mm -hmm. she has money, for mm -hmm. some reason it just changes your thought process. It's like, oh. Like she does like for whatever reason you think it, she just don't want to go to dinner and have a good time and you pick up the tab. Like, no, she still wants that too. Mm -hmm. like. well, well, yeah. Yeah. Cause I want, um, you know, I go, uh, when we go out to dinner, I wanted to get the tab and he was like, no. And I said, why? I said, why can't I pay for it? He was like, why should you ever have to pay for anything? And I just said, well, I, shit, I want to pay for it sometimes too. You know, I don't care about your job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, when we started, when we, first, when we met, when we met, I wasn't in school, right? And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care about how much money you make. I want to pay for dinner. And to this day, I cannot pay for anything. And and about and about you being uh, saying that men want to feel appreciated um, for Christmas. Uh, he he bought me some diamond earrings, right? And so I liked them; they were really pretty. And I was just, you know, I think I I I truly believe that the response I gave him, he wasn't expecting. Um, I was like, <laughs> I opened the box and I was like. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't jump up and down. I didn't do the jumpy, chillity, clappy thing. I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. <laughs> mm. 
And he was standing there, yeah, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel him on that. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing there looking at me because <laughs> he always has this serious look on his face, but he was standing there looking at me like, <laughs> that's all you got? Man, yeah. Look, diamond's supposed to be y'all best friend. So when you oh open that God. box up and see a diamond, man, all that, oh, thank you. Nah, that's what you, that's what, but that's he, the reaction I'm expecting to a, a cheesecake factory thing. gift card. Not, but, not no but, diamonds. <laughs> yeah, but the thing of it is, is, uh, you know, I do appreciate him. I appreciated the diamonds and everything. But I'm just not one who I don't trip over materialistic things. I just, I just never have, you know, and I love, they're real, they're beautiful. I love them, you know, but I just didn't, I don't know, maybe I just didn't get too excited the way. You, you know what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> Seriously, like, how long had y'all been dating at this point? That was our first, um, that was our first, let's see, he had started that April. That, my first Christmas gift was diamond earrings. Okay, because sometimes you just like you don't really you don't really know the person, and 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 that sounds kind of you know kind of bad, but it's really not. Like yeah, sometimes I understand. You just don't. You just like a couple. Like you talk. You y'all met in April, so this is about eight months because it's uh -huh. Christmas. So yeah. you you technically may not know the person. So he may have bought. He may have been judging off of, again because. They say diamonds are woman best friend. So, yeah, he he like okay, I'm gonna take this route and get her these diamonds. I know she's gonna be excited, and it wasn't really what he expected. But you may be the type who it, it, it it's not it's not diamonds, but it's a uh, it's a book you've been wanting to get, or you know just something like your, your favorite like something he bought you a book or a diary or something that's inscripted like it may be something more personal you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. i had to learn that and and i've been married 17 years and it took me about 15 <laughs> to learn <laughs> like you know love language is important like knowing exactly you know knowing, knowing your partner and I'm gonna be honest. I never paid that shit no mind. Like my wife used to talk about it for years, and I mm -hmm. and she'd be talking, and I'd be thinking about everything but love language. But exactly, exactly. Um, and, and a lot of men don't pay attention to love languages, and some women don't even know their own love language. That's something that you learn as you get to know yourself, you know, over a certain amount of time. Um, but. My my love language is, you know, uh, my love language is gifts and consistency. That's my love language. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> How the hell your love language gifts? You talking about receiving love or giving? <laughs> Both. <laughs> so how the hell your love language gifts and this man pull out some diamond earrings and you talking about something? Oh, thank you. Because I'm going to say thank you regardless. I think he expected me to turn a flip, but I think he thought that because of the amount of money he made, mm -hmm. then if he bought me diamonds, then I would be like overly excited, right? Yeah. Um, but like I said, that's never been me. You know, I mean, I'm very appreciative, you know, but I'm just not gonna, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna jump up to a spread eagle and clap, you know? 
you know what money does unfortunately money money takes away from your creativity yeah like it like and 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 by no means am I demeaning him because hell I love to buy somebody some diamond earrings but it's just when you have money you just you just you just look at the price tag and say oh they'll love this you know what yep. I'm saying and I think that's what it was for me. I think I, I, I think that's what it was for me. Um, and this was before, you know, um, meeting, uh, you know, Dr. Kanisha, when we talk about the doctor relationships and things like that. But I think that there are people, um, we we're talking about doctors, there are doctors and there are people who work in corporations where because they have money you you just buy gifts like you said it doesn't matter the price tag and you expect the person to be um you know overly excited you know but i know for myself because i've i've worked in a position where um i was the one who went and bought the gifts you know um as you know, hey, go go pick this gift out for my wife and for my friend. I'm like, who what? <laughs> wait a minute, wife and friend? Yeah, you heard what I said. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Damn. You know, so it's like, uh-huh. so I have to be honest and say that when it comes to expensive gifts with people who have money, I already know. <laughs> no, I already know, and 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 that gift may have been just for me, but I all I know that you can buy five of them. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Who, who did he look? Who did they spend more money on? The wife or the or the friend? <laughs> Baby, let me tell you what I did, huh? And he didn't even know I got them both the same damn thing. Oh hell no! Nah. Yes, I did. See, I sure did. I got them both the same thing. Mm. Yeah, damn. See, that's why we can't send we can't send y'all to do nothing. You were supposed you, you were supposed to get the wife the nice gift and then the, the friend the you No, know. they both they both the gifts were very nice. They were very nice. I'm very sure nice. they were. I'm sure they were. You know, they're very nice. I just figured that if I got them both the same thing, they couldn't argue over how much it cost. No, the hell you didn't. And then they be in the same room with the same gift. Well, no, it'll be the same gift, but they had different engravings, though. Still the same gift. Hopefully they ain't never in the same room. Well, they don't know that they got the same man. They don't know that. That's what I'm saying. But you you out here buying them identical gifts, they might start putting things together. Well, they, they won't know because of what I put on the back. Thank God. <laughs> hey, I know what I'm doing. It's, it's love, I man. Look, I can get people caught up. <laughs> no, they they still they probably still ain't caught up. They weren't gonna get caught up on on my watch, but you know, like I said, they were very nice gifts. The engravings were very personalized. Different words where each one knew who he was talking about. So if they put the put the gifts together and read them, they wouldn't even know who it came from. You know what? Do that. Do that. Does that make you nervous? Like seriously, does that make you nervous? Like a man that that can afford to have like multiple women. It does. It has. I have to be honest to say that it has made me not not nervous, but it has made me say, you know, wait a minute, he buying me 
these nice gifts. Who the hell, you know, this he can just go back with the hell he wants when he get ready. How many damn Christmas gifts you buy? <laughs> See, well, look, you at, know, look at you, look at you letting the devil use you. No, no, but I checked that real quick though. That was me being funny, you know, within myself because I know it's possible. Because I, yeah, done, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I didn't do it for me. I did it, done it for someone else. Like I just said, this person I used to work for. No, nah, I know. Um, you definitely, but, man, that's <laughs> tough, man. That's tough. Like I said, seriously, like you know, any man, a, a brother I had is a doctor. And, he out here, you know, can afford to do nice things. Man, that's a lot of pressure. I don't care what nobody it says. Is a, it is a lot of pressure. And and, and it also uh, makes you a target, you know. Um, it also makes you a target for the people who who want to be with somebody with a lot of money and they half-ass do what you kind of want them to do to get in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then once they get in, they ain't shit. And then you you mad at the world and you just spent all this money, you know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of people who make that type of money are very, very hesitant when it comes to dating. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I'm not even a doctor yet, and I'm very, very hesitant when it comes to dating. <laughs> Honey, you can't take me spending, um, you know, four or five hours writing a paper or me having work to do. Then you sure can't take me waking up in the middle of the night with my phone ring <laughs> asking me, where you going? Oh, no, player, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you ain't buying no PS5s? What? My son didn't ask me for that. <laughs> his birthday in two weeks, he did. That was not his request, so it will not be getting bought. <laughs> no, sir. You know, that's the that's the gift of love for men. Buy him a PS5 and show you love him. The, the PlayStation he got, he uses for uh, dexterity and things like that. Hand-eye coordination. He don't play it to be winning or nothing like that. But... <laughs> No, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you out of here with this. Um, <laughs> what do you What do you when you you know once you do Do you feel it's very important to accomplish this because not only for yourself but you know your your kids and your family watching. Well, it doesn't um, <clears throat> it doesn't bother me who's watching. Mm -hmm. It doesn't because I'm I'm doing it for me. Okay. You know, if it can benefit someone else, that's great. You know what I'm saying? If I can help someone along the way, that's awesome. You know, and I'm willing to do that. But um, uh, my pressures are my pressures. Um, I won't, you know, put them off on anyone else if I don't. Uh, well, I'm not even going to say that because I will. No, nah, you're going to finish. You're definitely going to finish. I will make it. I will succeed. Um, I am. You know, my mom says, when you say am, that's for sure. So I am <laughs> going to become a physician. So, and I am going to do my best to um, do everything that is necessary to make sure that I succeed and, you know, make sure my family has, you know, what they need as for, you know, you know, as my children, you know, my, all my loved ones and, and you know, everybody who's deserving. <laughs> <laughs> deserving of my time that's referring to the other person you know wherever they at in the world yeah but yeah but it's you know i'll make it 
I know you are. I'm invite you to my white coat ceremony, okay? <laughs> if if you serious, then I'm gonna make. When when is that? How many years? Oh, I'm serious. About? Oh no, that's like um when I get to medical school. How many years we talking? I, oh, I have. Let's see, one, two, three. So I have at least about three, maybe two and a half years before I get, you know, to to make the jump. Huh? Well, I tell you what, if I get that invite, I'm going to do my absolute best to make I'm going to invite you. I got to invite the crew, you know, from the crazy cousins. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I know you got so much to do. And I really, really thank you for carving out this time because I know no you got about 16 hours to do work and only three to sleep. So for you to give me this time, I truly appreciate it. Oh, you are so welcome. Yeah, I have deadlines. So I got what I what what we the time change, right? So yeah, I got deadlines. I have like 15 uh discussions and two papers, but I'm almost done with my papers. So there goes my Saturday. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> I wish I'm not even gonna say I wish y'all the best because I know you're gonna finish. So thank you. I'm just so gonna much. continue to follow the journey and, and and when it's all over, I'll be proud to say I talked to you while you was on it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I oh, wish you the best in your um, podcast. And uh, enjoy thank the you. rest of your evening. Thank you. And it's been an honor and pleasure talking with you. I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You all have a great day.